One of the approaches I take to my teaching is to be a mentor. I actively make this part of my teaching. And throughout my teaching career, I've really focused in on underrepresented groups. And I'm unapologetic about that. Groups that are overly represented or that are privileged in one way, shape, or form, they will always be able to find success. But I've always taken it as a matter of intention to reach out, to find a ways of supporting groups that are underrepresented. And so I began, as the years went by, to notice that there was a sort of a network that I was part of, of students who kind of shared commonalities, and that commonality being that they were underrepresented in some way. And so a lot of these were women. There were some racial and ethnic minorities. Uh, There's a lot of people along the LGBT spectrum, a lot of trans persons. And I became part of their network. I became part of their social network. And it was really fulfilling. It was really enriching to my life because I got a whole new perspectives and I got to work with groups of people who didn't have the same experience that I did. And we would share stories. I would share my stories. They would share their stories. We kind of interacted uh, and tried to build relationships with each other. One time I was having lunch uh, with one of these students, and and this is an incredibly talented student, kind of student that comes along once every five years. And you see that student, you say, oh, my gosh, you are going to achieve great things. You're going to do something really powerful and wonderful in your career. Um, And she confided in me that she was going through, uh, she was experiencing uh, mental and emotional abuse in her home. And there's nothing as a teacher, at least uh, university teachers, there's nothing they do to prepare you for that kind of an experience. Um, there's not a, really a rule book here. It's not like, oh, if a student comes to you with uh, and they're experiencing any form of abuse, this is what you should be doing. Uh, and so I just listened. I just listened. I just sat and tried to make sure that she felt heard, that she felt seen. And of course, not try to solve the problem because there was no problem for me. There was no way for me to solve any problem. And I just told her, I'm here. I said, I'm here for you. If you need, for whatever reason, uh, just say. Fast forward several months, I was uh, doing some work in Ukraine and I was at the airport in Kharkiv, Ukraine, and my flight had been canceled. So the queue for like the flight rebooking was a mile long and I was in line for hours and my legs were killing me and I was just sitting on my phone the whole time, just kind of scrolling through social media. And I get a text message from one of my other students um, and she asked me, can we use your office? And I said, sure, no problem. And uh, she said, okay, this uh, student that was experiencing the abuse, uh, she's left her home and uh, she would like to just use your office for a little bit to kind of process everything that had happened. And uh, that came in the next few minutes along with a whole bunch of other texts from the other people that were part of this kind of informal network uh, saying, hey, is this person all right? Is everything okay? What can we do? What can I do? And I'm sitting there in Ukraine going, I don't even know what I can do other than, yes, of course, you can use my office. So I start texting my boss and just letting them know, hey, you know, this person is in my office. I just want you to know that. And this is the situation that's transpired. And uh, the student sent a picture to me of her with all her worldly possessions in trash bags in my office, uh, having just moved from her home. And 
I was shaken. I was uh, in sitting, standing there in the airport queue, uh, moved to tears because uh, I saw the profound impact that the profound sense of strength that she was showing to get uh, out of her abusive situation. And moreover, it was so, it was so amazing to see this network of other people who saw her, who knew her struggles, reach out and support her. They came together in a really, really big way. And it was the most beautiful, beautiful thing you could possibly, possibly imagine. And these were the same students, the same network of students that I was mentoring, that I was part of, that I was working with, that I was collaborating with. So just knowing that I was part of this support network, was it touched me profoundly and it really made me so incredibly grateful. And since that day, the, the, the person is safe, uh, she's secure and she's thriving in the work that she's doing. And so I guess the takeaway from this story is that uh, helping someone doesn't have to mean saving them. It doesn't have to mean kind of riding in on your horse and going, oh, I've got all your solutions to all of your problems. And in fact, it means the exact opposite of that. It means listening. It means seeing them. It means creating a community that can support them. And it means being there and being ready when they reach out to you and say they need support. I think that's the best thing that we can do for others.